Oh, hey there. Didn't see you. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Third Wheeling. Woo! I am... Whoa. I didn't Sorry. say my name yet. Sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I am Louis Levante. And I'm Justin Barish. The clown, the chaos, the my clown, boyfriend. The clown, the chaos, the fun, the party, the moment, the if you moment. will. I know we we haven't talked about this yet, but we all know I'm an influencer and Justin uh, kind of is now. No, I'm not. But we didn't want to make this podcast about it. But what we do have to do is make an episode dedicated to influencing, but in a different way. We have to address the buffoonery that is happening in this industry. Yeah, we're about to give you a deep dive into what it actually is like to be an influencer and highlighting the topic of de-influencing. Basically, down with influencers. Get rid of them. But keep us around and pay me because I need an income. <laughs> Anyways, so Justin, you are about to hit 100k on YouTube, which Woo! is 100,000 subscribers on YouTube is insane. Like compared to every platform, I think that is a huge number on YouTube. But I think it's safe to say that you are officially an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> That is disgusting, nasty, and I don't claim that word. Well, I think the reason you don't claim it is because uh, as someone who is in, in the field, in the area, I think there is this really terrible stigma around influencers. And it's because there are different tiers to influencing where it's like you could be a really big influencer or really little or in between. And some people just give us a bad rap. Yeah. Isn't it weird that like, yes, I just hit 100K and woo, that's like such a great number. But I am like... That's like nothing mm -hmm. compared to like the grand scheme of things where it's like people have like billions and billions and billions and billions of followers. So I'm like, yeah, that's nice. Like it's, it's fun. But like, why don't I feel like this sense of like accomplishment? It feels like the climb has only just started I, and which is so toxic because of this stigma around like influencers. Cause there's like a competition aspect to it where you feel like when you look at numbers or it's like a score, you're keeping score, like your subscribers or your score, which we don't look at it like that. But I feel like, too, if you wanted to put it into perspective, you have 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. That is like a city of yeah. people. Like, think about it. You are speaking to a city of people when back in high school, middle school, you could not even talk to a room of 20 people. Yeah. And you're doing it now to 100,000. Like, that perspective of it and that scope mm -hmm. should make you feel a lot better about it. That's insane. Mm -hmm. But let's get into what the the tea the beef like enough about me like what do you want to know like that's my thing is like i feel like i've had such a um climb throughout influencer life yeah i started back in the pandemic i was doing tiktok during quarantine like everybody else but it started youtube first tiktok just took off mm -hmm. and i was just doing it for fun i started to make some money from it which was really cool and then i started to like get immersed into new york city influencer life because mm -hmm. i became close with um a few influencers there i would travel to the city when pandemic stuff was like calming down a little bit yeah met them whatever i started to become friends with them thought they were great people mm -hmm. i ended up moving away didn't really talk to them that much anymore right. just in passing as time has gone on I've gone from loving influencer life in terms of like the people and the things we do to absolutely hating many aspects of it. Why? Because I don't like, I know why, but yeah, why the way I am is I feel like a lot of influencers, I expect them to be like me. I expect them to be genuine. I expect them to actually want to have like a normal conversation. I expect them to be able to hold a conversation. Isn't that shocking that like, you constantly talk to millions of people every single day, but up front in person, 
nothing. Yeah. And it's also, and that's not for every influencer. That is yes. just like that. We're talking to like uh, the rare and far um, in between of like people who we see like occasionally. Yeah. There's large groups of people that piss me off, but then there are small pockets of those groups where I'm like, we've met some really great people. Of course. I think it's because the numbers really cloud people's perspective, uh, like perception of life. Yeah. Where they're like, I have a million followers. I'm basically a celebrity. And I'm like, you're not a celebrity. You're someone who's on the internet, like any other old YouTuber who yeah. has done it. And I think even like we had Ravon on an episode and yeah. knowing Ravon, who is a huge YouTuber mm -hmm. and just first of all, a genuine person, he is not like out there being like, I'm Ravon, I'm this person. Like no sane person is doing that. No, he like secluded himself in OC and can be like a creator there. Like you don't always have to be in the scene. You don't always, you are not famous. Like yeah. th there is a hard difference between someone who is famous and going to like the Met Gala and then someone who happens to have a few million on social media. Yeah. And like, I forget who said, like Jennifer Aniston said, like influencers are diluting fame. Yes. They're making fame so attainable that like what is to be famous now? And it's so easy to ob obtain this like sense of fame when in like reality, it's like, what is, you, what is that? What are you doing? You're like, oh, everyone knows me. I'm like, if I showed a picture to my mom of you, she's not going to have a, any fucking clue. Yeah. It's that saying, if everybody's famous, then no one is. And we're getting to that point where yeah. it's like how many subscribers you have to have to then like surpass into that fame. Mm -hmm. What influencers have surpassed into that like famous mode? I think Emma Chamberlain has. Emma Chamberlain, well, she just got crowned the queen of the internet yes. or Miss Internet. Which is which like, who the is giving her who who bestowed that bitch the crown it's also putting her back into that box though it's like yeah. she's done so much more than the internet now yeah. they're like but you're the queen of the internet so you're back in that box right like sh no she's transcended past the internet so why are we crowning her miss internet she's so much more than that like yeah there? i think too like we've both experienced this like i i think i want to put this out there like we as one a couple and two people on social media we love meeting people who recognize us i think it is the most um I never get a big head from it when someone's like, oh, I watch you on the internet. If anything, it makes me realize why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It makes me realize all the hard work isn't for nothing, that there are people out there actually watching me mm -hmm. where I feel like a lot of these other influencers are like, oh yeah, that's me. Ha ha ha. Mm -hmm. Like I'm famous, whatever. And I Do you just, want a picture? Do you, yes. It's do you like, want a picture? Like, no. <laughs> we met someone the other day and we we're like, oh, like it was so nice meeting you and we walked away. Like there was no, like let them ask for the picture. If you sure. ask for the picture, you're full of yourself. Like, yeah. Like you're so full of yourself. But mm. the reason I've stepped out of it is I just feel like a lot of influencers are mean. I feel like there is just like personas online versus personas offline. And I'm sick of setting myself up for failure. Another shocking thing. And I think we talked about it with Ravon is like having this persona online and it being like transferable offline. Mm -hmm. And it's like these people who you're like getting to know through like the social media world. It's like, is that who they are actually, or is this who they want to be perceived as? And then in person, they're not, they're not that. And yeah. like Ravon like made like a really good point. Um, he's like, it's my personality, but enhanced. Yeah. He's like, I'm not that all the time, which makes so much sense. I'm not screaming constantly because like a lot of my content is very like, ah, what are you? right? Like you. <laughs> <laughs> literally the kid from Wild Thornberry. I feel like literally I'm always screaming. Like, let's make a bit where I'm just like constantly screaming. Like, yeah. cut everything together. It was just me screaming. But it's like that. It's like what he said, though, is like a lot of the people. I think a big thing for me on the Internet is 
a lot of the people you hear, you're like, oh, I heard that person is a terrible person. And it's like, you hear it from one person, it doesn't have that much truth to it. But when I start to hear it from multiple, multiple people, because if I say X, Y, and Z influencer is a terrible person, and then my comment section is flooded with people saying, yes, and here's my bad experience with them, then it's like, okay, there is a lot of truth to this. And there's mm. a lot of factual evidence that this person is a terrible person. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, what pisses me off is like, we're good people, we're nice people. Yes, I'm talking influencers right now, but we should talk about influencers who are bad people. Yeah, it's like um, the HRH collection where she goes, oh, I'm gonna say it. She goes, yeah, gay people shouldn't have rights if they're bad people. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, like, you know what? That makes so much sense. Like, yeah, like if you're a shit person, we're gonna call it out. That does make us bad people. I mean, maybe, uh, who's well, to say? At the end of the day, there are people out there making millions upon millions of dollars posting videos like we are, but they're in reality, not good people. Yeah. And it's just like, again, though, that isn't that how all rich people are. It's like the yeah. richest people in our country who are making all these terrible decisions for everybody like us mm -hmm. are bad people. Yeah. It's upsetting, honestly. Like, we are in such a, like, creative space and it should be, like, rainbows and cotton candies and butterflies. And, like, sometimes it doesn't always feel like that. And it's really stressful. It stresses me out a lot. And I know, like, you are constantly in a spiral about it, too. Yeah. I just, like, feel like, I don't know. What is like your worst experience with an influencer? Because I, I know what it is. I just feel like that is a good sum up of influencer world to tie this in. Yeah. So no names. Really? Uh, do you want me to tell it without names? No, 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 no. I'm going to tell it without names. Don't worry. But I think I have like a really interesting perspective on it just because I started as your plus one. Like I went to things as a plus one, which okay, I'm the best plus one ever. So. It's I'm, that housewife mentality. You get to do everything for free. Period. Like, I'm going and I'll show up and have a good time. Like, and I didn't have an issue with it. What I had an issue with, with it was, like, other people making me feel like nothing. Like, yes. I didn't exist. Which, like, I'm like, okay, I'm here too. Like, what? Just because I'm not into this space, like, doesn't mean you don't have to be, like, an ass to me. Yeah. And, like, this one person was, like, trying to relate to my life so hard where it was like so cringy and i'm like you're like we're two different on two different pages but yeah they were basically like they asked how my week was and i'm like oh good like you know i had a hectic week at work like 80 hour not um 80 hours but like 50 hours plus like going at it you know long days um in the office and they were like no, yeah, I totally get like the long hours. Like I literally just flew to Paris Fashion Week, totally paid for. It. And I'm like, okay, not you like dropping that it was paid for, but like go off. And she's like, well, she's like, yeah, oh, God, not she. whatever, who cares? <laughs> it's like totally paid for, you know, I flew to Paris Fashion Week and then I like, you know, jet set it back here for New York Fashion Week. And then I just like, yeah. And, and I'm like, and it was, and then it was, London, Milan, and London, then it was Milan. like, now I'm going on vacation to like Turks and Caicos. Yeah. It was like, basically we said we had a tough week mm -hmm. at our corporate jobs yeah. and their way of relating to us was saying, I understand hard hours because I'm doing all this traveling to these different countries to do these cool events. Cool events. Living go to, my best I go life. on vacation to Turks and Caicos. Right. Which I'm not saying like the work isn't not hard, but it's like two different, yeah. which like really turned me off. And I was like, okay, no. It's and like, then- ha -ha. Poor people. Like, Poor like, people. Damn. And then also my second bad experience, which I have too, this one really hit home with like, wow. So at events, obviously we're kikiing and like a lot of people like don't know who I am because again, I don't have a huge following. So I'm just kind of there. And they're like, let me get you, your socials. 
Oh my God. Perfect. Let's get the socials. I have like six followers on Instagram. I'm like, great. So I like give them my phone and they look at it to go follow. And they're like, I'm so sorry. Like I only follow like people with like super big followings, but like you can follow me. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was I like, this. I was, and I was like, I'm done with this conversation. Love you so much. So great talking. But like, this is not it. Like, why are we even yeah. having a conversation? And Which like, really that like put me in a spiral because I'm like, Lewis, I don't want to be your plus one. I don't want to be, don't bring me to do these things. Like I don't belong here. I don't be here. Yeah. I, I don't be here. But to move it along to another topic, those types of people have other insecurities that they're worried about because that same person then saw that we went on a really cool trip with the brand and was like, I belong working with that brand. How, who's your contact? And that leads us into, there are different types of creators out there. Yes. So I want to start with yes. a positive because I think creator networks are super important. Mm -hmm. I've met so many good friends and I've met a lot of industry connections through it. Like, yeah. think about all the people we've met. I think it is super important to look at your field as a network and mm -hmm. not competition. No. And I think that's what we do. We, they're like, to be like super positive, like there are so many great aspects of being in this industry. Like you meet very creative people. You get very incredible opportunities you get access to so many different things mm -hmm. so it's like all of that is so good and it sounds so great well like think about it like first of all shout out to nadia and rob our team back shout out to nadia and rob Woo! speaking of meeting creative people we met them at the streamies yes and that well we met nadia at the streamies and we met rob through mm -hmm. obviously nadia and now we're putting on a podcast. Yeah. That is like, we met genuine people mm -hmm. who have similar goals as us and right. we're combining those goals to like feed a future dream yeah. or whatever it may be. Yeah. But then there are other people who don't see it that way where it's like how you have that experience where it's like, you're just a number to them. Yeah. And they'll use you for what they need to social climb. Right. It's like this space is for creative people to like boost up each other. Yes. And it's like we are combining two skills mm -hmm. to produce this big podcast. And it's like that's what this space is for. But now it's like a numbers game. And now it's like I'm better than you. And I'm like, mm -hmm. babe, I didn't know who you were before this. I was just trying to make a make a friend. And now you're doing this. And the funniest thing is like when we're in these situations, I've stopped caring about what my face says because my face says it all. You wear your heart on your sleeve and you are a nasty little bitch. You are, they could be like, hey, how's your day? And you're like, because it's just, <laughs> it's like with that situation he described, like I was having a great conversation. And then when I heard that, it was like, Vroom. I was like, really? Like, yeah. I don't want to do this. And it sounds like we're like hating on people or whatever, but I think there's just like this, surface level that everybody sees about influencing and I don't know being in it like if you're like we said if you're a bad person you're a bad person if you're a good person you're a good person mm -hmm. so I don't ever want this to come across like we're just hating on people because we're not we're just detailing experiences that are negative experiences yeah and I think our goal I we've always talked about this is we never want to go out into like a public space or anything and let someone else have a negative experience with us. No. Because no. We, are, we are positive people. Yeah. We are happy people. You may catch us on a bad day, but even on that bad day, right. yeah. you don't want it to be bad no. for you. Exactly. Like, I treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, that little gay saying. Yeah. Now, we're like in 
completely different niches of content. Yes. Like you're in like vlog style. I'm in, I used to be in like pop culture celebrity and now I'm like yes. doing a little bit of everything. Yes. You do like very like, you're like reporter extraordinaire, like pop culture, everything that is like your bread and butter. And now you're trying to do like more like vlog stuff, all that. And then like, I do like reaction, very low live content. I'm kind of lazy. I do like <laughs> reactions, comp, like commentary, vlogging, that kind of just very two different worlds but we come together is that what you wanted to do like is that what you want to do i want to say wanted because you like fell into this but like yeah is that what you want to do or are you always trying to like pursue something else like social media wise in social media like so your niche is like vloggy comedy like yeah yeah is that what you're doing right now is that like definitely what you want to always do um no i don't think so i think i definitely want to like branch out and do it all like i don't think i want to be like a niche like yeah. i think yeah i'm i'm open to whatever this is like a job interview i'm, I'm like i can do it all i yep. can do it all hire me i'm there i'm doing it that's kind of like what i'm doing now because i feel like my content when i first started for those who have followed me for a long time i did celebrity roasts i did celebrity um just like general videos about celebrity topics mm -hmm. um and then i also did like nostalgia yeah but it all encompassed a green screen so i felt like nobody was really tuning in for me Mm -hmm. They were tuning in for what I was putting on the screen and saying at times. But at the same time, it was like, I want people to tune in for me and for me to make an impact. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I've since starting have changed so much where like now I am doing reporting at yeah. press junkets and reviews. Yeah. I'm doing vlog style. I'm doing all that stuff. And I feel like a lot of people are worried that they'll get pigeonholed in a niche. Mm -hmm. I think social media should be used as like a, like a resume almost mm -hmm. like, if you only want to do social media, that's like great. That's perfect. But like, I know me, I want to use it to like further my career. Yeah. Like I want to use it. Like you are literally on red carpets now mm -hmm. hosting. You're on a podcast. You're literally hosting a podcast. Like that is like great skills to have to like be a host and be able to like go out and interview and like be very knowledgeable on pop culture. Mm -hmm. Like it's, if you have a skill it, that can transfer outside of like socials, then it's like period. Yeah. You had an unpopular opinion on something. Oh God. Do you think people should aspire to be an influencer? Like, like little kids. I'm um, in first grade. Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And they're like an influencer. Yeah. Uh, no, like I think it is a great creative outlet. And if it turns into something full time, amazing, that is like so great. Perfect. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't touchy. know. It's it's so touchy because it's like this is our work, and but it's like we also work outside of this. Yeah. And I think I'm biased because I like developing my professional career as well as also having like this creative side. Yeah. I think there should. Uh, I think there. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. Uh, I, I don't know. My answer to this would be: we met this really great couple in Australia. F I'm talking about Australia again. Oh, but here it, we go. It's your personality. It, changed, it did change us a lot, though. Like, we met this really great couple, um, Christine and Kirsty. We love them. Obsessed. They traveled the world and basically they go to resorts, they go to, they do air, like airplanes, all mm -hmm. that stuff. They work with all these different brands and travel boards mm -hmm. to make it's safer and more inclusive for LGBTQ plus yes. people around the world. Yes. So my thing is like, aspire to make a change. And if that change, if you need social media to make that change, yeah. then yes, you might be an influencer, but your yeah. desire was to help make a change in the world through videos, through yourself and your personality. Yeah. Actually, I think I, I have a better answer. Mm -hmm. I have a better answer. Can I, 
Can I go back? Yes, rebuttal. Can I rewind? Bring okay. it. Perfect. I think, perfect. Let's get it, girl. Let's get it. I used to have a love some. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> what the f***? <laughs> what the f shut up. Okay. I'm not um, talking. Shut up. Okay. Thank you. Um, I Social media is a form of marketing yes. and PR and advertising, right? And it's like, they are going out and they're in a travel niche. They're using it to promote these like hotels, safe travel for LGBTQ, LGBT, um, LGBTQ. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if you are using it as like a source of like professional marketing and like you are taking a brand that you want to create for yourself and go out there and do it. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Love it. So maybe not, I don't want you to aspire to be an influencer. I want you to have a passion oh. and <laughs> when you do I want you to have a passion, passion and just like live your truth. I just think about, because my parents always say this to me because I've had like a rough time being a content creator and also working a full-time job just because it is time consuming because mm -hmm. I look at my job as my job and I look at content creating as a passion. Yeah. I love making videos for myself. They're the most rewarding. Yeah. But I always think of two things. One, if it was my full-time job to be a content creator, would I still be passionate about it? Mm. And two, what if it was my full-time job and it were all to go away? There's a TikTok ban looming, possibility of all social media being like monitored by the government, yeah. et cetera. It's like, it's such a weird space to be in right now yeah. but it also is like people are like it is the future yeah and that opens up another conversation that i definitely want to talk about if if influencing were to go away what jobs would these popular influencers have oh it's so funny you bring that up. oh my god it's, it's like, like, have like game planned or something it's like we like planned this so we have a game called the de-influencing game for those watching on youtube de-influencing the influencers that was my like let's get ready to rumble was that good oh my god <laughs> anyways so for those watching on YouTube, you can see we have a new hat. It's a red hat for those listening elsewhere. We have a red hat with names in it again, similar to our Pride Month game. We're going to pick them out. It'll have an influencer's name. And we will say what that person would do if they were not an influencer. Perfect. So I shall go you first. You go first. We'll do a few. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. I, I think Mr. Beast would, he would have... Um, he would just like have his own charity. Yeah. He would just like be like a charitable worker. He would do like, he'd be like volunteering all the time. I don't mm. think he would work like a conventional job. No, I think all of his content like goes towards something, right? Yes. It's like, let's me help this group or like, yes. let me do, let me break this record to do this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think you're right. I think he'd be a very, very giving back to the community type of person. Yeah. Up uh, controversy. Get ready. Jackson Mahomes. Uh, well, He's in jail, is he not? Is he in jail? He, no, yeah. we can't spread that. He's not in jail. He literally got indicted or something. Oh God. Anyways, if he were to be something else, I picture him scooping ice cream at his local ice cream shop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And being really good at it too. What? Okay. <laughs> Fun fact, Justin's brother, Ryan, literally looks like Jackson Mahomes. Oh my God. Yes. We'll put a picture up right here. Um, Ryan literally looks exactly like him and I didn't realize that until you met him and you were like that's Jackson I like, that's and I was like Jackson that's Mahomes. Ryan you're crazy I was like why is Jackson Mahomes in your house <laughs> is he doing TikTok dances downstairs <laughs> He's like, anyways James Charles I'll let you go on this one because I have mine already okay 
James is like so good at makeup. So I feel like that is his passion. I feel like he would work at like Sephora or actually be like a makeup artist. He's like really good at marketing. Like James is like the marketing guru and king. So I feel like he would not. Yeah. He uh, would work at like Sephora. Or too something. easy. I, I know. He would work at, he would work at Zoomies in the mall. That like punk oh, rocker vibe. Zoomies. He'd be at Zoomies. Not Zoomies. Yeah. He'd be a Zoomies worker or like a Claire's worker where he like pierced your ears. Would you ever get yours pierced? No. I, I had the dream to get tattoos and I was like, you know what? I don't want this on my body because yeah. I feel like I love it on other people. And I was like, oh, I should get it on me because yeah. I like it on other people. Yeah. I had this weird realization that I think I would look at it and be like, that's dirt. <gasps> and be Glitter. like, why is that on me? Glittery dirt. Yeah. So piercings were another thing. I was like, I feel like I would just feel them all the time and I would hate it. Yeah. Them. Yeah. We hate it. Who's next? Who's next? Who? Hey, hey. Who's next? <laughs> Yeah, I hated myself for that one too. Oh god, my makeup's on the mic. Um, I'm sorry, David Dobrik. Mm. Okay, hear me out. He, hear me out right now. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Try not to be mean. I think he would work at the AMC, like the movie theater. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I see that for him. Like, I don't know why, but like, I would see him like um in a booth being like, "Hey, here you take it." Being like, "Yeah, oh, I don't know, God. I don't know." That's clever. But I I see him at Best Buy. Oh he my is God, a, he's a tech nerd at Best Buy selling me the TVs. Yeah, tech nerd. Yeah, because um he's into like the mics, cameras, all that, right? I don't know. I don't know anything. He, about I mean, he made that disposable camera app or whatever. So like, oh, yeah, okay, he perfect. is techie. But I think he'd be a Best Buy worker. I picture him in the blue shirt with the little yellow tag. Yeah. Welcome to Best Buy. Welcome to Best Buy. I'm David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brent Rivera. <sighs> Brent Rivera would be... That's a toughie because he's still young. So I don't even know what he would grow yeah. up to be. I think he would be like... Uh, did you have like a local carnival by you or like a local like amusement oh god, park? Where are we going with this? Like, yes. I had Adventureland. Yes. Which, oh my god. The people who start the roller coasters. He'd be like on the mic being like, eh, ready to go. Yeah. Thumbs around. But be like Boop. super fun about it because he yeah. has like a great personality. But like, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. Sometimes I had a crush on those boys because like they would like come and check your um your thing and I'd be like, oh my god. You're checking if I'm safe. So I could totally see that for him. See, he's, kind of, he's, he's cute. I had an opposite mindset about those people because I was like, they're all fooling around and they're literally two years or three years younger than me. I do not trust them to lock me into a metal contraption that is spinning me in circles. Well, as a seven-year-old child, I didn't care if they were f***ing around. I was like, yeah, we're having a party. Yeah, I'm like, about to go up on a roller coaster. Yeah, like, yeah, you can touch my harness. I'm like, yeah, touch my harness. <laughs> Jail. Oh my God. The icons, the legends, the TikTok queens, oh. Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio. I have two separate answers for this one. Oh, God. No, Dixie would work at Zoomies. No, Charlie would be in ballet. <laughs> Dixie would be in Hollister or Abercrombie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dixie, yeah. Charlie, I think Charlie would be a professional dancer. She's literally a, an amazing, did you see her on Dancing with yes, the Stars? Yes, I did. Iconic. Yeah. She won, right? No. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. She won. She let's won. fact check that. She All right, won. let's do. I know she let's won. do one more. Okay, one more. Let's see. Let's I'm, a gonna good see one. If, I'm gonna see if I can see any of them. Yeah, so I can get a good one. Cheat. You can cheat. I won't look. Who is this? No, that's a boring one. Sorry. I'm glad nobody can see. Oh, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Last but not least, one of my favorite people, although very problematic, <gasps> Trisha Paytas. Jail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. No, Trisha. No low-hanging fruit, as in we cannot say Pizza Hut, Domino's, any of those places, because she's done that. But she's obsessed with it. 
Okay, fine, 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 fine. We have to find something else. Like, Trisha Paytas would be like... Okay. She Can would, I say something? Yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> say it. Trisha Paytas, do you remember way back when she went on Ellen DeGeneres and read that book at f***ing Speed Lightning? Mach f***ing 10 Mach Speed. Mach f***ing 10 Speed. She's like... <laughs> yeah. She's lived many lives. I think she'd be like a radio host. Oh, absolutely. I think she'd be like one of the, those people that's like, bam, 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 back again. Da, da, da. This is what's the top five trending, blah, blah, blah. And just be like talking. She's a talker. You know what her next job like should be? Like, you know how she does the bits online? Yeah. Her next job should be like the Red Bull girls where she goes around like in that little car and like hands out Red Bulls. Oh my, <laughs> I would take a Red Bull. For I would take, I'd be like, Trisha, please give me all those Red Bulls. Like I will sell you out. If you're watching this, Trisha, please work with Red Bull, come to our house and give us Red Bull. Or just come on the podcast and let's chat. Come, come be a third wheel. Come be a third wheel. We need a third wheel. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. What do you think? Of what? Like Trisha Paytas? What her job would be. I think Red Bull Girl. Red Bull Girl. Yeah. Okay. I think that would be her that. job. Perfect. But oh no, Radio Host was good too. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I don't know. I think too, like, influencing has changed so much for us, for them. But mm. seeing as though we did rant and rave about the negative sides of influencing, the mm. positive sides are we got to do this amazing podcast. Yeah. We get to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but do you have any other comments on influencers before we go? I think that's all I have to say. I'm not going to give them any more time. Oh, T. <laughs> We're, cut <laughs> We're cutting it. Oh. Oh. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Third Wheeling. Yes. You guys were our honorary third wheels today when we talked about influencers. Don't worry. We're probably never going to talk about it again because We're over it. it's not our identity. We're over it. We're more than that. We are different. We work nine to fives. We are not better than you. <laughs> um, but you, as always, can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and yeah. anywhere else you find your podcasts. And you can also find us on Instagram at Third Wheeling. But there's no I in third. Because there's no I in team. And this is a team. And we are you. You are we. And we are together. Period. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What was that ending? I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, leave that in. No, like that's a good ending yeah. to say. What the f was that? Yay! Yeah.